Hey, what's up, everybody? So <laughs> I just have to share everybody. I've talked about how God is moving so powerfully through the Diocese of Detroit and Southeast Michigan, you know, with the Unleash the Gospel letter, the beatification of Blessed Solanus Casey, and all the signs and wonders that are happening in the church, and uh, and all this powerful movement of and this charismatic renewal in the church, and God just displaying his power and love for his people here in Detroit and in Southeast Michigan. So uh, just to build on that, this past uh, Friday night, I went to the Encounter Ministries. It's in Brighton, Michigan. It's in St. Patrick at St. Patrick's Church in, in, uh, in Brighton, Michigan. And so they had a transformation night, and the topic was the prophetic perspective on regional transformation. So I had a crazy en- encounter with God, which I'll share at the end of this uh, little episode, but, but also wanted to share some crazy and uh, prophetic regional words that the Lord has fulfilled. If everybody remembers that meteor that hit back in January, um, that hit Southeast Michigan, it's related to that. So I would highly recommend just just staying on here with me and just listening to what God is powerfully doing in Southeast Michigan. So I talked about Encounter Ministries before, but it's, it's it's an incredible ministry, and I'm actually going to leave the URL to their website in the info box. So go ahead and check it out there. And they have a lot of events to feel the power and love of the gospel and Jesus's um, just healing presence at all of, all of these things. So I highly recommend going on there to learn more. But basically, the entire ministry is to equip all of us Christians to evangelize and to use our charisms for the building up of, of the body of Christ in the church. And uh, it is a demonstration of God's supernatural love that expresses, reveals, and demonstrates the truth of the gospel just as Jesus did. It did not just come with preaching, but it came with preaching and then those signs and wonders that, that revealed the truth of what he preached. And then also it teaches. So the ministry has a school which I'm actually a part of, and I talked about a little bit before. And then also uh, they want to impart those spiritual gifts and to activate those charisms that we have at our baptism to live out our Christian faith to the fullest extent of building up the body of Christ. And then also they strive for Christian unity. So within the Catholic Church itself, but also outside of that, they do a ton of ecumenical um, things and they have a heart for this uh, bridging between uh, the Catholic Church with all the other ecclesiastical communities. So um, th- there's really three people that make up the face of Encounter Ministries, and one of those I've talked about before is Patrick Rice. He's a, the director, and he really founded Encounter Ministries. He just moved here with his wife and five kids up to Southeast Michigan. He's from Ohio originally, and in his mid-20s, he was not in the faith at all, and he had a very, very powerful encounter with Jesus in the Eucharist, the Eucharist being the body, blood, soul, and divinity. He was at the back of a church, and there was Eucharistic adoration going on, and uh, the priest was down the aisle with the monstrance and walking down, and as soon as Jesus in the Eucharist was basically just over uh, Patrick, he f- like got blown back by Jesus's like power and love, and just like blown back into the pew. And the way Patrick described that feeling was that he felt love from a God who would and did die for him. So this a crazy reality of Jesus's love for him and just this encounter in the Eucharist. So then he began encounter ministries so that people would basically fall in love with Jesus in the Eucharist. And he would basically just like put the Eucharist out and be like, encounter him. (laughs) 
and then he grew in the prophetic anointing so hearing the lord's voice for other people and then he started growing in healing so seeing jesus heal a lot of physical ailments uh spiritual um bondages and all of these things to show and demonstrate god's love and mercy and then uh this past year it has been clearly uh, demonstrated to him that the Lord is calling him to move up here to Southeast Michigan to be a part and really kind of on the front front edge and the front end of uh, God's power um, being revealed in Southeast Michigan to renew the church here in Michigan in our region and throughout the entire world. So um, he has a documentary. It's called The Fearless Documentary. And you'll see actually Dr. Mary Healy, uh, who I'll talk about in a second, Father Matthias, who I'm going to also talk about in a second all on there. I left uh, that URL in the info, so go click on that. And also, he has some awesome stories. Uh, Patrick Rice and my awesome buddy, Father Patrick, they went down for an ecumenical healing basically a whole week or a weekend um, in the Cayman Islands this past year. And some very, very powerful movements um, that happened. And one of those was caught on YouTube. And it's a, a video of this woman's leg growing out in Jesus' name. This this man who never prayed for healing before. He was basically like reading a script. And who's telling him in that video on how to pray for healing is Patrick Rice. And then my, my buddy, Father Patrick, is in the back. And you'll hear after this woman's leg grows and lengthens, you're going to hear this man saying, praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. <laughs> that's father patrick and i'm gonna leave that in there as well i know these people this is a real video this woman actually gets up and uh she's not catholic but she's an awesome christian woman she gets up at uh mass um and testifies to that healing and her legs were a different length and it caused all these problems in her in her in her back and then she had to wear like different shoes and this completely healed that just the power of jesus name lengthened this woman's leg and uh, she got up at Mass when Father Patrick was uh, celebrating Mass in the Cayman Islands and testified to that. And you can hear that also in his Father Patrick's podcast, um, Free Mustard Seeds. And then also just one of crazy amount of stories that Patrick Rice can tell. When he was down in Ohio, he was at the movies and he got this word of knowledge while in the movies that this woman just walked in, this African-American woman with her family, that something was wrong with her ankle and Jesus wanted to heal it. So like the movie ends and then the woman and her family are like basically trying to like leave before the credits are ended and so Patrick like runs up to them makes small talk with them and and he was and basically got to the point and was like hey is there something wrong with your ankle and she's like what like how did you know and he's like well I'm a Christian and I feel like I can hear God's voice and I feel like Jesus wants to wants to heal your ankle and she's like mind blown because she's Muslim and uh, she had, she's been having dreams about this woman appearing to her and saying to follow Yeshua, follow Yeshua. Yeshua is Jesus and that woman is Mary. Mary loves pointing people to her son. So they pray. Her ankle is completely healed. She goes crazy. Her family goes crazy. They're Muslim. She has a husband that's a devout Muslim. And so they keep in touch. They go like grab breakfast together. They go do these family things together. Well, now her entire family are Christian and she came into the Catholic church shortly thereafter. And it's funny, like she was deciding if she wanted to be Catholic or just a part of another Christian uh, denomination. And she actually went to a mass and the homily was so boring that she fell asleep. But during that time, she had a dream and Jesus was telling her to become Catholic. 
to become to receive him in the Eucharist and uh, the truth of his church. So um, she's now Catholic because of that. So just incredible things going on. Just look up all the, click on those URLs I'm going to put in the info box of this podcast, and and I hope you enjoy them all. Um, so that's Patrick Rice, and I'll talk a little bit more about him and then all these things that are going on. So, And then Father Matthias, Matthias Thalen, he's a priest in the Diocese of Lansing. He uh, is at St. Patrick's in Brighton, Michigan, and he is an extremely anointed man too. And I, the first time I heard him talk was in an awakened night um, at uh, St. Mary's in Royal Oak last year. That's the first time I ever heard about anybody talking about healing. That's where that Fearless documentary came up to me. And... Um, so he thought he was going to marry the woman of his dreams. Then it was clear that he was being called to the priesthood. So now he's a priest. And then the third, and he's also uh, one of the leaders of Encounter Ministries. And then Dr. Mary Healy is a, the third, uh, really the, one of the one of the three leaders within Encounter Ministries. So Dr. Mary Healy is, she is unreal. She is an incredible, powerful disciple of Jesus. But she is a biblical scholar. She's a theologian. She's the author of a ton of books and articles. Uh, one of the one of the first of many books that I read about healing was her book on which is called Healing. So I just go Google it or find it on Amazon. Healing by Dr. Mary Healy. And then she's also the author of Catholic Commentary on Sacred Scripture for the Gospel of Mark and the Book of Hebrews, and uh, highly recommend. She is uh, an incredible author. She's also the chair of the Doctrinal Commission of International Catholic Charismatic Renewal Services, um, and she serves the Pontifical Council for Promoting Christian Unity as a member of the Pentecostal Catholic International Dialogue. And in 2014, Pope Francis appointed her as one of the first three women ever to serve the Pontifical Biblical Commission. So yeah, this woman's got it going on. So uh, she actually spoke last Monday at the Encounter Ministry School, and yeah, she is highly anointed. (laughs) And so those are the three people that lead Encounter Ministries, and I highly recommend just trying to go out and find any event that you can make it to. They have a ton of them. So uh, learn more about that and uh, just what God is doing powerfully through through Michigan uh, and in the world through them. So um, this past Friday, there was uh, an Encounter Ministries event just open to the public, and it was called the Transformation Night, and the topic was Prophetic Perspective on Regional Transformation. So the first like hour and a half was praise and worship, and that was so powerful. Like The Holy Spirit was just so heavily anointed in that room and just completely filled with with joy and peace and, and just, a playful, uh, just a playful worship time with God. And it was just really, really incredible. So, and then after that, an hour, hour and a half, Patrick Rice got up there to share what I'm about to share with you guys, which is just absolutely mind blowing what God is revealing, what he wants to do through Southeast Michigan and for the rest of the world. So he started off talking about how God's heart and his love for, uh, for individuals are extremely interwoven with God's heart, uh, for cities, regions, countries, and the entire world. So, um, and and just before I was actually uh, going to this, I was leaving work on my way home before this event on Friday night, and it's been like the Lord has just been continuously calling me to faith, obedience, inheritance, inheritance, claiming inheritances, like not just discipling one person in front of me, which is the Lord is going to rejoice, but the Lord wants all of his people. So claiming inheritances of like workplaces or families or households or communities and discipling all people. 
And uh, on my way there, I, the car in front of me, his license plate said CCC 145. CCC are the acronyms for the Catholic Catechism, um, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. So I flip over, flip to Catechism 145, and it's literally about obedience of faith that Abraham, um, the Abraham, the patriarch of the Old Testament, he uh, that he ex- that he basically practiced. And this is what the Catechism of 145 says. To the letter to the, the letter to the Hebrews and its great eulogy of the faith of Israel's ancestors lays special emphasis on Abraham's faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place which he was to receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was to go. And that was just like whoa. Okay, Jesus's promise has already been fulfilled, and by faith, the doors of of just like living with Jesus in this life are open, and to, out of obedience, we can claim those inheritances that He promised us, and it's already been fulfilled, and it's just completely out of those obedience, right? So, and in James one twenty two, it says, "Not just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word." So, living by uh, just with this grace filled life of following Jesus' commands and going wherever he calls us to, even when we don't know where we're going to go, just like Abraham. So, uh, and then Patrick Rice shared a few things about God's, uh, his heart for the cities. So in Pope Francis's, um, he has an apostolic exhortation that he released in 2013 on evangelization, which is called Evangelii Gaudium, uh, and it's the joy of the gospel. And number 71 in there, this is what Pope Francis says, The new Jerusalem, the holy city, and he's referring to Revelation 21, is the goal towards which all of humanity is moving. It is curious that God's revelation tells us that the fullness of humanity and of history is realized in the city. We need to look at our cities with a contemplative gaze, a gaze of faith which sees God dwelling in their homes, in their streets and squares. Whoa. So God has a heart for for the city. And Jesus even says, go and make disciples of all nations, all nations. He wants everyone to be in. And Jesus, when he's telling the parable of finding that one lost sheep, he has the 99 in the fold. A lot of us Christians automatically think like, oh, just one is enough. And that, and yes, Jesus is going to throw a huge party and rejoice over one, uh, one of us returning back to him, our shepherd. But he already had the 99 in the fold. So Jesus doesn't just want that one. He wants all of us, 100% of us. So, uh, and then Patrick continued with sharing scripture of just Jesus's heart for the city and regions and the country and the world. In Acts 1.8, he says, Jesus says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And that word power is actually dunamis. The Greek word dunamis, is, and that's actually where we get dynamite. So that's literally where we get the word, the English word power comes from dunamis, which means dynamite. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So you see like there's that progression. Witnesses in Jerusalem, a city, and in all Judea, a region, and Samaria, a country, and to the end of the world, end of the earth, the world. So Jesus, he wants us to go and claim inheritances of cities, regions, countries, and the world. And in Matthew 11, verses 20 through 24, Jesus contrasts religious cities of Chorazin and Bethsaida with sinful cities of Tyre and Sidon. He has this heart for the city and he rebukes the sinful cities out of his compassion and love because he wants them to be uh, in his in his kingdom. 
And in verse 21, Jesus says, if the mighty works were done in you, and he's talking about Chorazin and Bethsaida, the religious cities, had been done in Tyre and Sidon, the sinful cities, they would have repented long ago. So he's saying that signs and wonders of God lead people to the reality of God's power and love, and it naturally leads people to repentance. In Romans 2.8, uh, it says, God's kindness leads people to repentance. So us Christians, we don't even have to go out there and, and just by our words tell people that they're they're living a sinful lifestyle or anything like that. We love the person, hate the sin just as Jesus does. But we don't like if we can demonstrate if God through us uh, as just vessels of his power and love and we can transform atmospheres around us and people feel God's love and mercy through us, well, then it's naturally going to lead them to repentance. Signs and wonders are not entertainment. They are signs to reveal God's love and power. And then just uh, a, a quick, quick few words that he shared also on prophets, people hearing the Lord's voice for God's plan. Uh, in the Old Testament, Amos 3.7, it says, The Lord God does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. And that is still true today. In Matthew 5.7, 5, 5, it's the famous uh, verse where Jesus says that he did not come to abolish the law or the prophets, but to fulfill them. And so a lot of people, they focus on, and in and uh, we all like focus on Jesus didn't come to abolish the law, but he also says he did not come to abolish the prophets. He was actually going to raise up more prophets by this outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And in Ephesians 4.11, St. Paul is talking about all these different uh, these different ministries within the body of Christ. And he still, and he lists off prophets. We're still called as Christians to be prophets, to speak on behalf of God, to be ministers of the word. And then in Acts 2.18-19, just after the church receives the the Holy Spirit, um, there's a reference back to the first, the beginning of chapter three of Joel of the prophet Joel, and it says this: "I will pour I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show wonders in the heavens above and in signs on the earth below." So I will pour I will pour out my spirit. So Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can live as Jesus on this on this earth. We have access to the Father and the Spirit in Jesus and they shall prophesy. So he's building up prophets. We are on behalf of God. We are ambassador of, ambassadors of Jesus, and, and we're God's co-workers. And I will show wonders in the heavens above. Remember that phrase, because this is what I'm talking about. I, there will be uh, wonders in the heavens above. Remember that meteor I referenced at the beginning of this episode? Here's where this comes in. So uh, in December of 2017, there was a pastor of a church in Downriver, Michigan. Downriver, Michigan is like the very southeast part of Michigan. And this pastor prophesied to his church in December of 2017 that soon thereafter, a meteor would strike southeast Michigan and it would be felt in Ohio and in Canada to release power and anointing in the Great Lakes to transform the area and throughout the entire world. So that happened in December 2017. A pastor prophesied that this would happen. Shortly thereafter, Patrick's wife, and she is a feeler of the Holy Spirit, Patrick said, like she doesn't receive visions usually, but she received a vivid vision of a drop from heaven hitting Brighton, Michigan, and it caused an earthquake. And there would be the epicenter of an earthquake there. And then just after that, on January 6th of 2018, Father Matthias uh, Thalen, he gave his first talk on impartation within a Catholic setting. Six days later, on January 12th of 2018 at 8.15 p.m., a meteor came into our atmosphere and struck Southeast Michigan. It was felt in Ohio and in Canada. And guess what? 
It caused a 2.0 magnitude earthquake in Brighton. The largest remains of the meteor were in Brighton's nature's reserve. Whoa. <laughs> that meteor hit just as the pastor prophesied, Pat- Patrick's wife prophesied, and all this all these things are leading up to God showing the the those wonders in the heavens above just as Acts 2:19 talks about to release power and anointing in the Great Lakes to transform our entire region, our area, and throughout the world. And so, whoa, that happened. And that was known throughout the world. Like this was on, they obviously they weren't talking about God's uh, prophetic word that this was going to happen, but this meteor was talked about throughout the entire world. And so uh, then shortly thereafter, Patrick was asking God like what he wants him to do. And he kept asking, and then the Lord kept asking Patrick, what's your name? And Patrick was like, what? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about, Lord? Like, where, what do you want me to do? What's your name? What's your name? Well, his name's Patrick. And he was being led to St. Patrick's in Brighton, Michigan to move Encounter Ministries to Southeast Michigan with Father Thalen. And uh, he, that was also to uh, tell him to study St. Patrick. St. Patrick evangelized an entire country of Ireland. Go ahead and read about, I, I need to buy a book on him too, but go ahead and, and try to find a book on St. Patrick and how he evangelized an entire country of Ireland. And he has 85 separate, there was 85 separate cities or places within Ireland that St. Patrick completely transformed and uh, they realized the lordship of Jesus, just as the Lord still wants to do. And so people came to Jesus through St. Patrick and all these 85 different places through signs and wonders and churches churches and chapels were all built. And then St. Patrick would move to the next town or the next place. There was 85 places uh, that, that happened throughout his lifetime throughout the country of, of Ireland. And and then just uh, Patrick, that was even further confirmed that he is supposed to be moving up to Michigan when a Christian friend of, of his, she randomly called him and she just received a super random word of knowledge while in a Chick-fil-A <laughs> that Patrick was going to be moving from one land to another. So he, out of obedience, completely moves his wife and five kids to Southeast Michigan to be a part of this wave and kind of to the to lead this wave of anointing that God is releasing through Southeast Michigan. And so the first thing that they did was they wanted to do a healing service in a place where there's not much belief. So a place that struggles with actual belief in God's power and love. So where did they go? They went to Lansing Catholic High School. And then there for their first healing service, there's videos on this and they showed us Friday, Friday night, but students were praying over each other and just being led by Father uh, Thalen on how to pray for healing. Shoulders were healed. One kid attested to one of his body parts being completely healed and he was cured of colorblindness. And that it completely transformed their entire culture of the high school and it still has effects today. Um, and then uh, Patrick talked about the power of unity of Christians and this is incredible. So us Christians, Catholics, Protestants, we all need to come together as the body of Christ because what I'm about to tell you, it's just so true and it just shows you the power of Christian unity and the division is was caused is caused by the evil one. Like, and when we come together as the body of Christ, the evil one is defeated. And let me tell you, so on, on just the power of this, let me tell you about it. So um, he shared a quote, I'm not sure where it's from, but it said, the healings of physical bodies are a prophetic sign for the healing of the body of Christ. And in Psalm 133, it says, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. There the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. 
and Jesus in John 17, 21, in his uh, high priestly prayer, he's praying to the Father, and Jesus prays right there that his church is one, just as he and the Father are one, perfectly united, so that the world may believe. So Jesus is, is saying that this visible unity was going to be a testament to Jesus, reality of Jesus to the entire world. The world would believe by the unity of Christians. And it's actually interesting too. The Protestant groups that are uh, with, that are in this healing ministry, they're the most open to working with Catholics. They are extremely for this uh, this ecumenical gathering. So Catholics were obviously completely open to working with any Christian in, uh, of the body of Christ. And these the Protestants that are within the healing ministries, they're the most open to Catholics. So, uh, and then shortly thereafter in 2018, the beginning, like towards the beginning of 2018, spring or summertime, they held a, uh, a, an ecumenical night of worship, which was called One Night Columbus. This was in Columbus, Ohio, where Protestants and Catholics got together for an entire night of praise and worship. So they were trying to figure out the schedule of this night. So they were planning all these things, like when people are going to get there and speak and uh, all these different praise and worship times. So they're trying to figure out where they do during a certain downtime. Okay, so then Patrick Rice was like, how about this? How about we get a Catholic priest and a Protestant pastor to go up on stage in front of everybody, apologize for causing divisions in the body of Christ, to repent in front of everybody for causing these divisions. So this Protestant pastor and Catholic priest get up on stage in front of everybody, repent on stage. The Catholic priest is apologizing for certain things. The Protestant pastor is apologizing for, for like judging Catholics and calling them non-Christians and all these things. They're repenting. And as they hug, they, they hug in this unitive and forgiving uh, gesture. And at that exact same time that they were repenting and hugged each other, that exact same time, the head leader of the satanic worshipers in Columbus repented and came to Jesus that night at that exact same time. That is just a huge testament of the power of unity of Christians. We have to come, to, we have to come together. And then, uh, yeah, so that was absolutely mind-blowing. And then this just was my personal encounter. There was so much that happened to me personally that night for um, these uh, just breakthroughs and fulfillments and clarity in the ministry. And um, I have nine pages of notes. The next morning, on Saturday morning, I literally just basically took hours uh, and had nine pages of notes of all the things that happened. I'm not going to share all these like more like intimate or personal like fulfillments and clarity and what where God is calling me to. But I'm just going to share just the power and love that I felt that night. So during that praise and worship for an hour and a half, obviously my like entire body was super heavy, just like uncontrollable joy and just uh, filled with, with just like God's love. And then after Patrick Rice's uh, speech on what I just told you guys about, he said that he believes that God brought people there that night to equip them for for just more to be part of this regional transformation that would extend to to the the rest of the world and so he just prayed for activation and as i sat there next to my my brother father patrick right next to me my hands just started tingling again and then as we walked up there for prayer anybody that felt that god was uh was saying something to them or they felt like the Lord was starting to um, empower or anoint them for anything to stand up and to receive more prayer. So myself and Father Patrick, we go up there together and there's quite a few other people that line up and my hands just start shaking uncontrollably. 
I've never felt this before in my life. Just started shaking uncontrollably. And then out of nowhere, I felt like, so I had my eyes closed and my hands open, just waiting for Father Matthias and Patrick uh, Rice to walk by to receive prayer over. And and Patrick Rice, he's just filled with the Holy Spirit. But I did not, I had my eyes closed, but um, I felt like somebody that was just filled with the Holy Spirit just walked pe- right past me because I just felt like this wind hit my heart. And that was like the Holy Spirit hitting my heart. Been praying for, to feel Jesus's compassion. I just started like, crying out of nowhere because I felt Jesus's heartbreak and for the sin and brokenness in the world and in his church. So I just, then I opened my eyes and there's Patrick Rice had just walked by. So, so I'm feeling this crazy emotion. My hands are shaking, feeling like emotional and just feeling part of Jesus's compassion for his, for the world and the church. And, uh, so then father Matthias, he find he gets to me and as he starts praying and he touches my head and my heart, just this m- even more electricity and tingling and heat just increased. And um, I just like fell back out of this final surrender to the Lord, just like to let him take over and do whatever he wanted with, with me during that time. And as soon as I hit the floor, that is when things got wild. <laughs> and so I'm late. I hit the ground. And I'm just like resting in the spirit and my entire body is so heavy. Father Patrick shortly thereafter like falls right next to me. And we're just all these crazy things that that happen. But just I'll just tell you what like what manifested physically in my body um, that night. But like I said, I have nine pages of notes of things that were prophesied over over me that came to fulfillment and clarity and all these breakthroughs and uh and all these things that happened for myself and father patrick and other people that were around me but as i hit the floor just an increase of heat there was so much heat that i was like sweating there was tingling and heaviness my arms were so heavy i could barely keep them up my head was heavy so i was just rusting in the spirit and i was it just continuously got more and more intense and powerful and it turned into an electricity feeling through my hands and my shoulders and my chest and in my head and then my feet started getting all this electricity feeling just at the bottoms of my feet. And then all of a sudden that just moved all the way up my legs and into my core and into my chest. And it literally constantly moved up and down. It was so intense that it felt like my entire body, especially like my legs were on the verge of like, basically like they were so just like, I could feel like them like almost like swelling. Like it was so intense and powerful. And it was my entire body at at like one point, like actually for quite a while too, is honestly almost un- un- like uncomfortable. But I just was open to receive and I just completely surrendered whatever God wanted to do. And then at one point, my mouth felt like it was on fire and my mouth like became stiff at one point, like I could barely even like talk or say anything. So it was just believing like that at that moment, it was just receiving and not trying to do anything on my own, but just receiving God's love and power over me. So then people were praying over me and Father Father Patrick, and there were so many breakthroughs and clarity and fulfillments for the two of us and our brother, uh, uh, Juan Pablo. He's a, um, a companion of, of Christ, a seminarian. He's super anointed, was praying over us. Our friend Abby was praying over us, and that was really powerful. And then, like, just all these things started coming up. Um, and it even, like, one point, like, led me to repentance of any, uh, of me causing any divisions in the body of Christ between, I, I, which is so, like, it's so silly of me to even think that way. I don't know why, but I've, um, just encountered the truth in the Catholic Church. But it, like, and I was Protestant and was anti Catholic. But 
um, it just has, it, it led me to this repentance of, um, you know, those times where I feel like I, uh, I just had this like feeling of wanting to change people to become Catholic, you know, like, and, uh, it's just all like, that's just all a lie that the evil one wants to put in our hearts to cause this division, but just call just repented and all these things. And then when Father Patrick got up and a few other people got up, I was just there by myself. And all of a sudden, all the sound around me just started to fade out. Like I could, bear, it, it sounded like either people were super far away or my my ears were just like this like muffled sound over my ears. And then all of a sudden, I started hearing what, I none of this I can articulate to an extent that anybody can experience it. It was unfathomable. But what I started to hear was, all I could hear was just heaven. I literally heard like angelic sounds, angelic singing. And I was at that time, I felt like my body was being lifted up into like this super bright light. And I just, all I could hear was just this singing in heaven. It was incredible. And it was so powerful. I've never experienced anything like that. This is my first time ever being like baptized in the spirit like this at least. And so then I like was basically gently Bought, like brought back down and then the sound around me everything just came back and everything continued around me again i lay there for probably like another 10 to 15 minutes i tried to get up after that and i was laying on my back this entire time i tried to get up my body was so heavy that i couldn't so i literally just like rolled over on my stomach and just laid there for another 10 to 15 minutes and when i finally got up um my legs were extremely heavy i could i felt like i could barely walk and just like an hour over an hour and a half had passed it was 10 45 at night i had no idea it was that long they were basically they were basically almost done cleaning up the entire gym and i was knocked out this entire time uh father patrick's sister and my sister in christ now that she is so awesome megan uh she said that as she was walking past me when i was still laying down on the ground that her legs began to shake like god's power was so heavy that night it was absolutely incredible incredible i've never experienced anything like that and uh i'm just yeah, I just want to ride this wave on what God is doing um, and in this entire uh, Southeast Michigan area to transform this region and, and our cities and our, our families, the communities and the entire world. And I just want to be used as a vessel for that and just to make myself completely small and just the Lord's name to be magnified. Um, just as Mary, Mary did, her soul magnified the Lord. And I, I just care, I just hope that I like, can carry just a little bit of that presence of Jesus wherever I go and to transform people and that there's breakthroughs in the prophetic and healing ministries and wherever we go. And that night where when the meteor hit um, in January 12th, I was in Eucharistic adoration. I was right in front of Jesus and growing and I was repenting during that time of things that I've done in the past and um, and growing and like this healing ministry and all these things started. Like after Friday night, I mean, why wouldn't I have this faith and obedience and trust and hope in the future? Because God is so faithful. And so anyways, yeah, God is so powerful and Jesus is so real. (laughs) And all of this just attests to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and his love for the world and the cities and the individuals. And he wants all of us to feel his power and love. And, uh, so, and just be, I was praying yesterday, um, about anything that the Lord wanted to do through this podcast. And I felt like somebody is listening to this with lower back pain and also somebody else has uh, pain in their right foot, like right in the middle of their right foot. 
like it sounds like it's like on, it feels like it's like on the bottom and then somebody's left wrist somebody either has like a broken wrist or um they a sprained wrist or anything like that so they're left wrist so just right now i'm just gonna pray and if anybody feels anything or anything happened please let me know and uh for a little like praise report for other people but i'm just gonna pray really quick for those three spots come holy spirit holy spirit move through the lower back the right foot and the left wrist right now in Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit, increase and work through the, the bones, ligaments, nerves, tendons, putting everything back in proper order and proper alignment and proper uh, um, flexibility and mobility. In the name of Jesus, I command the lower back to be healed right now for the glory of God in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I command all pain in the lower back to be gone in Jesus' name. I command the bones to be realigned properly in Jesus' name. The right foot, I command all the pain to be gone right now in Jesus' name for the glory of God. Left wrist, I speak to you left wrist. I command the bones to be realigned and sealed in the name of Jesus. All ligaments, nerves, and tendons to be healed and refreshed and renewed in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, we ask that you... Make a new back, a new right foot, and new left wrist in your name, Jesus, for the glory of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You make all things new, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. And we pray this all through the sacred heart of Jesus. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God bless you all.